when we say goodbye, we can't know if this is the last time we will ever see. You should never greet someone casually or say goodbye to someone casually. And that lesson came from that experience. Every moment was so rich. Every time we saw each other and every time we said goodbye, we made sure it was a good, thorough, full goodbye. That's how you're supposed to live every day anyway. <laughs> every time you leave your house could be the last time. You're supposed to like be in the richness of your hellos and goodbyes and thank yous. That kind of presence and that kind of attention and that kind of recognition that tomorrow's not promised. So I, I learned that lesson with my father when he passed. Anybody who hasn't spoken to their parents or their brother or their cousin that they had a thing with or their ex and they don't talk anymore, call them right now. Don't think you're going to have a chance to call them tomorrow or next week. And it's like that opportunity with my father changed every relationship in my life. I've cleaned all of the relationships in my life to no regret. I do not want someone to be gone and I wish I had and wish I could have. I'm just, I'm not doing that in my life. And, you know, sometimes we get stuck in these situations where we're seeking the approval of someone for our self-esteem. Yes. Self-esteem is about yourself, <laughs> right? Absolutely. But we start looking to other people for our self-esteem. And sometimes we find ourselves looking in broken mirrors to get a reflection of ourselves. And the greatest tragedy is when you look into a broken mirror to see if you're pretty. And you're gonna let that person tell you about your inner qualities. And the greatest tragedy is when you look in a broken mirror and you're gonna change your face to try to look good in a in broken, broken mirror. You don't try to build a wall. You don't set out to build a wall. You don't say, I'm gonna build the biggest, baddest, greatest wall that's ever been built. You don't start there. You say, I'm going to lay this brick yeah. as perfectly as a brick can be laid. There will not be one brick on the face of the earth that's going to be laid better than this brick that I'm going to lay in this next 10 minutes. Yeah. And you do that every single day. And soon you have a and wall. Soon you have a wall. Yeah. And I think psychologically, the advantage that that gives me over a lot of people that I have been in competition with in different situations is... It's difficult to take the first step when you look how big yeah, exactly. the, the task is. The task is never huge to me. It's always yeah, me one too. brick. Me too. I realize that to have the level of success that I want to have, it's difficult to spread it out and do multiple things. In order to be world class, and I've made a decision, I want to be world class. It takes such a desperate, obsessive focus yeah. to excel on the level that I want to make movies. I'm realizing that in order to move people in that way, in order to touch people in that way, you really got to focus with all of your fiber and all of your heart and all of your creativity. And so that, that's where I am with uh, making films right now. There was a real period in my life that I had to struggle with we can win or I can be nice. Pick one. And different people pick different things. Right. 
for the type of material world climbing that I did for a, a big chunk of my life, it was military minded. We're going to get that flag to the top of that hill and you are going to help or you're not going to be here. Right. So that's that's one mindset. And then after I got the flag to the hill a couple of times and kept getting the flag to the hill and realized that you don't feel good and you've scorched earth around you and nobody's really happy. And then I started to have to question that mindset. I had equated winning with happiness. Right. It's like we're winning. What is your problem? There's actually no reason to be scared. It only just ruins your day. You're, you don't have to jump. And then in that moment, all of a sudden where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. And God placed the best things in life on the other side of terror. On the other side of your maximum fear are all of the best things in life, you know? Mm -hmm. At the center of bringing any dream into fruition is self-discipline. You know, some, something as simple as food and eating is it, not about your, your body as much as it is about your mind. It's getting command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best interest. Every day we are choosing that's not in our own best interest. Right. So if the world is attacking you and the world wants to fight you and the world's trying to hold you down, so you're going to kick yourself in the balls, so you're going to stop yourself from getting what you dream. Self-discipline is the center of all material success. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. Greatness is not this wonderful, esoteric, elusive, God-like feature that only the special among us are, will ever taste. It's something that truly exists in all of us. Sitting with Ali, sitting with Nelson Mandela, it's very simple. This is what I believe and I'm willing to die for it, period. It's that simple. Life is school. You're not getting the promotion you want at work, that's school figure it out. Someone in your family is sick. That's school. Life is the greatest teacher there is. You just have to be willing to learn and recognizing that your pain and your suffering is the thing that the universe is poking at. So you recognize that's where you're ignorant. You wouldn't be having those struggles in those areas if you had a deep, broad comprehension of the fundamental realities of those situations. I've been a really firm believer that first and foremost, you gotta believe. And when you believe, and if you believe, and the level of your belief will determine your ability to bend the universe. If you don't believe, nobody's gonna believe. What I discovered is how cancerous fear can be in experience in a life. Like, you can't be happy if you're scared. So I'm really confronting all the things that I've ever been scared of, and I'm just finding this really exuberant 
freedom in life. Happiness is peace. It's not pleasure. And everybody thinks happiness is trying to get as much pleasure as you can get. There is nothing more agitating to your mind than extreme pleasure. It's like peace. And it's like just coming to that beautiful state of needlessness where you realize you really don't need nothing. Failure is a massive part of being able to be successful. You have to get comfortable with failure. You have to actually seek failure. Failure is where all of the lessons are. You know, when you go to the gym and you work out, you're actually seeking failure. You want to take your muscles to the point where you get to failure because that's where the, the adaptation is. That's where growth is. Successful people fail a lot. They fail a whole lot more than they succeed, but they extract the lessons from the failure and they use that energy and they use the wisdom to come around to the next phase of success. You gotta take a shot. You have to live at the edge of your capabilities. You gotta live where you're almost certain you're gonna fail. That's the reason for practice. Practice is controlled failure. You're getting to your limit, getting to your limit, getting to your limit. You can't lift that. You can't do that You until you get to the point that all of a sudden your body makes the adjustment and then you can do it. Failure actually helps you to recognize the areas where you need to evolve. So fail early, fail often, fail forward. As a child, my parents always told me, you could be whatever you want to be. You could do whatever you want to do. And you know, that, that office, that position, the highest office on the face of the earth, it was something I heard my parents saying it, but I didn't totally believe it. Yet I went out in the world and I carried myself and I held my head high and I stood there and I looked people in their eyes and I talked to people as if I was deserving of everything that this planet has to offer. So I just, I really wanna say to, to children out there and to people who are watching, Confucius said one time, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. And I want you to keep in your heart, just know that you can. Know that you can.